0: Hey everybody, John DeChristopher here, and uh, I first of all want to thank you all for supporting Live From My Drum Room and my newest podcast, Track Talk. I'm bringing you an excerpt today from an episode of Live From My Drum Room from November 2nd, 2021, with the legendary Kenny Jones. And in this little excerpt, we talk about Kenny's iconic playing on the Rolling Stones, it's only rock and roll, but I like it. Um, If you didn't already know that that's Kenny Jones, you you just learned that. So we're going to talk about that for a few minutes, and then I'm going to play the track afterward. So I hope you enjoy it. And also within the description, I will put the link so you can watch the entire episode where we talked about Kenny's work with, of course, the faces, the small faces, and the who, and, uh, you know, lots of other great things. So check it out. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for watching the show, and uh, thanks for subscribing. To live from my drum room and track talk and remember one last thing no drummers are ever harmed during track talk or live from my drum room all right i'll see you on the other side thanks
1: all right cool. we'll be there um we
0: we were just talking about um stay with me and and i just have to say that the the two-bar fill that you do at the end of it is is the greatest if it's it's oh. one of the if not the greatest Breaks ever? Do
1: you think so? <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. i I, mean, every I, time I get to it. I, I wish I, I said, oh, I kept thinking I could have done a lot better than that." And I, but uh, if I, if I don't do exactly the same, everyone has a go at me—not like, you know, <laughs> not the band, but just just fans and stuff. So I try and keep it as a, more more or less exactly the same.
0: Well, yeah. When I so I I want to tell you, I saw you. I think it, it was the last tour that the original well it wasn't the original because Ronnie Lane wasn't in the band, but in seventy five, after Woody had played with the Stones yeah. and you guys did a tour. I, I live in outside of Boston and you guys played in Boston in October of nineteen seventy-five. Peter Frampton was the opening band, if you might remember. Yeah. Um I think they yeah. did some dates. And you and I remember when you played Stay With Me, <clears throat> you did the break, you did the fill at the end. And it wasn't exactly like the record, and I was sort of waiting for it. But what you played, I remember, and I've heard a live version of the song from that tour. You played almost like a Max Roach. Um how can I explain it? But it was it was, of course, very similar, but you you even added something even kind of hipper and cooler. You do this like little triplety thing toward the end of it. Do that and that, and that, dat, and that, 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 Do you remember?
1: Yeah, I kind of I was experimenting
0: i you know it was 45 years ago but i whatever 46 years ago but i remembered it was like you know i, I was glued to my seat I, just feel
1: like I should have done a really fast parody. <laughs> <laughs> would have been too obvious.
0: uh no it was it was great i mean it was a it was a fabulous show and i remember you took a, a extended drum solo during i'm losing you like as you were just saying it live yeah. it became and that was of course in those days everybody played drum solos so that it made sense you know that was like a, a part of the night where well it used, I,
1: to be, it used to be a horror story for me sometimes i got really tense every time we got to, to the drum solo i think oh, i wonder what's going to happen now it's, because one time they I was doing i think they were playing finsbury park and a, a theater there and there was a pub at, on you walked outside the stage door on the corner of the road there was a pub so I started playing you know, the solo and all of a sudden it was going on a bit too long. I think, where is everybody? And I'm trying to give this, you know, the, the, the sort of counting for Ronnie to come in back in. And he's not there. No one's here. This went on, on and on and on. <laughs> 20 minutes later they come running over the stage started, laugh, started laughing. I'm nearly, I was just about to throw the towel and they went up the pub. <laughs> so anything can happen in that bloody solo. Yeah, that's great.
0: Um, I was going to you know I know I'm, I'm and I apologize I'm jogging your memory for all this things that happened so long ago but it, again I've always been fascinated with um what little I know about you playing on it's only rock and roll but I like it which oh, I remember yeah. I'd, I'd learned that um sometime in the early 80s then I, I I bought Max Weinberg's uh book The Big Beat where you were inter- he interviewed you and you you talked a little bit about that and yeah and uh and I know that <clears throat> it was a song that, that Mick Jagger and Ronnie Wood were sort of jamming on. And then, and they rang you up to come in and, and play, right? Basically to put a, a reference track, like a.
1: Well, it was, uh, it was um, a song. We hadn't even, hadn't even started really. So when I get there, I mean, I, when, when I get this call from Ronnie, saying, uh, Kenny, we haven't got a drum out on. Oh, blimey. I was just it was always cool when I've got one leg into bed <laughs> and I lived on Richmond Park. Uh, we both lived around Richmond Park, huh? and at night they closed the gate to Richmond Park. So, for me to get to Woody's, going across the, across across the park would take me oh. two minutes. I'd go all the way around is is it more like fifteen minutes or well, a bit longer, twenty minutes. But also, I'd had a drink, so I didn't want to get caught for drink driving. So it was a tense moment of getting there. I get there. One night it would be Bob Dylan there, you know. Another night, it'd be, I clapped him, or whatever. This this particular night was uh, I, it was just Jagger, Mick Jagger. So, he, I don't know, Kenny, how are you doing? Yeah, great. So, I started playing, like, I was just playing away. And Ronnie was in the control room working at the engineer, doing the engineer bit because he'd just got a load of outboard equipment, new stuff. So, he's playing around with that. He said, Keep playing, keep playing. So, just me and, me and Mick, yeah. And, and suddenly we hit this groove and Mick said he said uh, he said oh play it play it play it like that and I went okay I said, no, I said it's too late I'm going to play it like this I said anyway it's only rock and roll <laughs> so we could he was buzzing around that's, that's how it happened and we ended up sort of playing it I just thought nothing more of it went home the next day forgot all about it wow then I got a call saying mm. saying uh, oh oh you're on this, the Stones album. I said, what? And they said, well, it's only rock and roll, but I like it. And he says, they're, they're single. I went, oh, what? So I called up Charlie straight away. I said, Charlie, I'm really sorry. I never meant this to happen. I, did, I would never be, you know, stealing anyone's thunder like that. And he said, he said, all right, it's all right, Kenny, don't worry, because this is the special thing about Charlie. He was such a lovely gentleman. I said, Kenny, it's okay. Sounds like me anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, good old Charlie.
0: Oh, I know. Bless him. I know. Yeah. No, I, I'd i heard that story. Yeah, that, and and it, it does sound like him. And and
1: but. Well, funny enough, I was thinking about Charlie when I was playing it. So when you think about that, you kind of, you kind of I'm sure he just Charlie. I play Charlie.
0: Well, it, it's a, it's a, it's an amazing track, Kenny. I, I think, you know, if. If you had only recorded that one song, I think it puts you at the top of the mountain, I, I, I think, because it's 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 such the feel is so impossible. To yeah, it's a great
1: feel. I like the feel. Oh. I'll tell you why. It's, it's, it, was, it was about 3 o'clock in the morning and I was bloody tired. <laughs> <laughs> that's the key. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just keep everyone up late, really sort of keep the drummer up late because when, when you get really tired, you're going so far beyond a beat. Uh, <laughs>
0: Do you do you recall? I mean, do you know if the 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 version that we hear on the song is that, um, like, did you do a bunch of takes or is, were there just a couple of takes and or did oh, it just?
1: Don't we It was a bit more. It was late, like and it was just a just a quick sort of rough de- demo type song. You know, I, yeah. di- I didn't think I, mean, I didn't even think we were going they were going to keep it. You know, so yeah, we, I think we just uh, probably ran through it a couple of times. That's it well you know
0: I, I i had um the drummer andy newmark i don't know if you know andy
1: i know, I know Andy. Uh,
0: yeah you know andy i had andy on with me a few months ago we were talking about that because he had done some of ronnie's solo record um i think it's just bef- yeah before that and 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 he we were talking about you and i said i hope to someday talk to kenny about this but um he recalled there being what he he recalled a ludwig kit that like Ronnie had set up in his studio it might have been he said it might have been one of your old kits maybe
1: no I, I gave him a drum kit which is the worst thing I ever did that's why he called me up a big time
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of your old Ludwig kits that I, don't
1: was... know, I think it's a blonde one
0: you think I it's think a, it's a oh your blonde one
1: uh, yeah Ludwig I think
0: the maple one yeah and do you i know this is really this is really pushing my luck asking you these questions but do you remember what the symbols were i'm guessing they were they were pasty, something
1: i would have thought in those days it would have been it would have been pasty and i i kind of if i liked a zildjian i'd get i'd just mix and match them
0: Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, it's, it's the the high hats and in, in the the like the crash that you hit a lot. I mean, it's
1: it's so, so sound edge, you know, the with the, yeah, yep. the, the, the bevel bottom edge. Yeah, yep. I, I love that.
0: And did you ever use the Paiste Giant beats, or are you like the two thousand twos, or do you remember like?
1: I've you, I've used them all at different times. If you see what I mean.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I've I've still got the. Um, the twenty-six inch pasty symbol, which is huge. I I recorded that when I got that, I thought this is such a great sound. And when I was recording uh, th- with the small faces, we did this track called Rolling Over. Mm. It, was like, it was all symbols. So that's how we – if you listen to Rolling Over, it's all symbol.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yep. I've seen pictures of that that twenty-six inch symbol. It is. It's.
1: It's. Huge. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um and then so I that it's just a it's a that's such a fascinating story that you that you recorded that song as what you thought was going to be a demo and I and I'll just say as a as a drummer and as a you know a very um uh you know I was really into Charlie's playing at that time and I remember hearing that song on the record in context with the rest of the album and even at like 13 or 14 it's just sounded really different to me. Do you know what I mean? I, I, the the sound of the drums and the playing. And, uh, and then I later found out it was you and it all made sense that, okay, that's, that's Kenny Jones. You know, that's okay. Here's it's only rock and roll, but I like it with of course, Mick Jagger on vocals, Kenny Jones on drums, the great Willie Weeks on bass, Keith Richards on guitars. And I believe David Bowie is doing a backup vocal in there somewhere. Ronnie Wood played on the demo version that Kenny talks about, uh, but my understanding is that that was then later taken off, and it's all Keith. Uh, it, the band is basically Keith on all the guitars, Kenny Jones on drums, Willie Weeks on bass, and Mick on vocals. All right, check it out.
2: I like it.
0: Great. Kenny Jones on drums. It's only rock and roll, but I like it. You can hear him playing those Ludwig drums recorded at Ronnie Wood's studio, the wick. And that was one of his old drum sets that he gave to Ronnie to keep in the studio. Andy Newmark talked about recording on that same drum set. Uh, I think earlier that same year, 1974, working on Ronnie Wood's first solo record. Also, I believe with Willie Weeks on bass. Um, so a lot of history there. And, um, to the best of Kenny's recollection, he believes they were Sound Edge hi-hats, and probably Piesty crashes. Um, he was endorsing Peisty at the time. But uh, that's as much as I could get from him. But it's just such an iconic song. Uh, sounds like Charlie. Kenny's doing his best to channel Charlie. He had no idea that that little scratch demo that he was recording that night in the middle of the night would end up on the record. The rest is history. Um, Charlie, of course said, it's okay. It sounds like me anyway. So anyway, there's a little bit of the backstory too. It's only rock and roll, but I like it. One of my favorite Rolling Stone songs. And, uh, you know, as told by the great Kenny Jones. So thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll see you again really soon. See ya.